Welcome back to Built by a Boss. It's season three, and I'm so happy you're here today. If you're listening for the first time, I'm Evelyn Brooks. I'm a journalist, award-winning producer, author, and founder of the well-being platform In My Solitude LA. On this podcast, you'll hear unique origin stories, success strategies, and powerful insights from female founders, makers, moguls, mystics, and entrepreneurs who have created conscious companies and groundbreaking careers. Now, if you've created a personal brand or own a business and want to learn how to be featured on national and digital media, this episode is for you. My guest is award-winning producer Shireen King-Carr. She is the president and CEO of the King's Daughter Media, Inc. We're talking about how to write a perfect media pitch, make a video, find the right story angle for your brand, and create ongoing relationships with producers. Shireen has worked with talents such as Queen Latifah, Tyra Banks, Nate Berkus, and Steve Harvey. She's currently working on the long-running show, Access Hollywood Daily. Through her casting background, she's developed a knack for finding newsworthy human interest and lifestyle stories that can help you create impact if you have a small business. You're going to learn a lot from Shireen today, but even more when we do our upcoming Media Masterclass on Sunday, July 18th, 2021. We'll tell you more about that later in the episode, but right now, enjoy the conversation. Shireen King-Carr, welcome to Built by a Boss. Yes, hey y'all, hey. <laughs> hey, I am so excited that you yes. are here with me today because first of all, you are the most amazing producer that I know and oh. you are the perfect person to speak to the topic of what we're going to talk about today. And so on this show, Built by a Boss, we have entrepreneurs, we have women that are ha that have amazing careers. So we try to bring people like that, people like you, to the podcast to share. So first of all, I know that you are the, the A-plus producer of all time. <laughs> tell, tell the audience about your journey, your career. Who is Shireen King-Carr in the television industry? Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. Built by Boss, that's the perfect name. I mean, because at one time you were my boss. <laughs> Right. That was kind of built by the boss of the boss of the podcast, <laughs> full circle. So uh, just a little bit about my story. I started working in the music business and I worked in the music business for several years, made a lot of connections. Well, I was an employee of Flavor Unit and then um, became friends kind of with Queen Latifah. And then when she was um, approached to start her own talk show. She invited me to her show. And that was how I got into the television business. I had no idea what I was doing um, in television, but I was game up for the, up for the challenge. <laughs> so then I started working in the television business and I never went back. I loved everything about it. You know, really working with people, helping them to share their stories became a passion for me and something that I've been really great at. You know, I just did. It was it was a gift inside of me that I didn't know I had until the opportunity was presented to me. And so ever since then, I just been I've been working with, you know, so many names, Steve Harvey, Nate Berkus, yeah. um, Tyra Banks, you know, the list goes on and on. I'm not going to brag on myself. <laughs> brag, girl, brag. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's, been, it's been a long journey, and um, I still love what I do. I still love um, helping people share, you know, their stories and, and get their brands out there. But I think overall the, the main reason why I do what I do is because innately inside me, I really want to help people. Yeah. I want to help them succeed, to be better people, to, um, and, to, and to use them as a vessel to help someone else be better has been part of, 
you know, the reason why I continue to do this job because it's not always easy. Right. You know, (laughs) it's not always easy, but I continue to do it because um, when I see people, when I see people on television and I see them sharing their story and I know I had something to do with that, that the viewers are giving to them, you know, the reaction from viewers, um, it just lights me up, you know, brings me so much joy to help other people kind of get inspiration from other someone else's story, someone else's testimony. And so that's why I continue to, to keep doing that. I love it. I love it. I love it. So all of that is just amazing because it brings us to our topic today, which is seven things you need to know when you're pitching your idea or your business to a TV producer. So many people over the years, as we've worked together, they've been wanting to figure out how do I get on TV? What do I need to do? And there are so many things they know they need to know, but they just are missing the mark. Maybe it's just one little thing that they don't know about. So today we're going to give them seven strong ideas they could take home and that they could figure out how to make their business or their brand better. So first of all, the thing I want to ask you is... What are some of the things you look for when someone pitches an idea or a business to you? If they, if they want to get on the show that you're working on, um, what kind of materials generally should they send you? The first thing I look for when someone pitches me either a brand or their story is what is the interesting part about their story, right? What stands out? Um, are they the first to do something? Um, are they a, a, um, a groundbreaker in some way? Um, you know, have they received a special recognition? You know, has the story gone viral and exploded all over social media? What is that one interesting thing that makes their story just a little bit different from everyone else? else's story. So I always look for that first. Then I look for what is the, the, the truth in their story, basically something that is like the experience that people will get from seeing their story or from hearing their story, because everybody can connect to um, someone else's story. But what is that thing that I'm going to say, oh, wow, people are really going to connect to that because a lot of people can relate to uh, being an overcomer or being uh, in a struggle and, and, you know, figuring out a a way out. Most of us have done that. What is the relatable experience that is going to connect to our viewers? So those are some of the things that I look for right away in, in a pitch. Most people, though, don't know how to do that. Right. 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 And and that's what we're here to talk about today. Most people don't know how to do that. They don't know what materials to send. Um, A lot of times people will send an email and just kind of a long email, right? We've gotten a lot of long emails. And so if you're sending someone an email, first of all, um, what is it that that email should contain? First of all, the subject line should say, should be kind of like the lead of what the story is, you know, or what you're trying to, you know, homeless teen becomes an instant millionaire. Right, right. right. I'm <laughs> opening that email. I'm opening that email. <laughs> you know, I want to know right away. Or if it's about a business strategy that you're, tr- that you're an expert in, you're, you're, let's say you're a finance expert, right? Uh top five ways to become a millionaire or to, you know, excel your business. Those are the things that you want to put in the subject line to get the attention of the producer to open it up and say, oh, let me see what this is about. Because that's the type of information that the viewers want. So that's the type of information that a producer is constantly looking for. An innovative idea, um, a new way to share information, Um, you know, or something that if it's a human interest story, something that will pull at the heartstrings and and kind of um, provoke some type of emotion um, just from me seeing the subject line. That's what you want to, you want to make sure your subject line is like a lead story. It's like, it's a, (laughs) it's a headline (laughs) that no one can pass by, you know? 
So, and, and, and it's sometimes not easy to do that as well. And that needs to be crafted, you know, and a lot of people need help doing that. Um, but you know, that's really what I look for. If you can have a headline in the subject line that I cannot resist it, I have to pass, pass it by. And I would say this too, like you want to think about the, the producer you're sending this email to what type of programming do they have on their network, on their program, and then kind of cater it towards something that they often do, off the program that they, you often see on, on that show, not just a random, you know, if it's a game show, you don't want to right. <laughs> send a producer a, a pitch letter, you know, for a finance segment. It's, it's just not going to happen. It on doesn't a- work. It, there's no connection there. <laughs> That's so true. Well, I think that is kind of the disconnect that a lot of people have. And one of the things that we're going to talk about later is the fact that we're creating a masterclass for people yes. so that they can sign up and take our class And they can learn all of these things that we're talking about. Because like you said earlier, it's about crafting your story. And so if you have a business, you really have to know what your story is. And so in the the TV business, we call it a human interest story. And so we want to talk about how, how do you figure out what your story is? Like, what is your purpose as a business? What are you doing in the community? Um, what is interesting about your business? What is your purpose? So talk a little bit about how someone can really figure out what is special about them to pitch to a producer. You know, it's interesting. Most people don't even understand, like, every business should have a great story. Yeah. You should. Every, you've always heard this expression, everyone has a story, but what you want to figure out is what makes your story just a little bit more special or just a little bit more different than everyone else's story. And take that message and really develop from that message, from the overall core of, you know, what really helped you start that business, where you got started from. And then I also think that you have to think about what is it that you want people to feel? Do you want them to be motivated? Mm-hmm. Do you want them to be um, inspired? You know, do you want them to be uplifted? Think about those particular emotions and, and um, feelings and then, and then craft your story from there. You know, I think that would be a good start for businesses. You know, there's kind of like three benefits of having a great story for a business. The first benefit is connection. You know, your story, they connect to it. Then they feel some type of bond with, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person turned that into their business. Mm -hmm. I had that idea 20 years ago or whatever it is. There's always a connection that you want to create by having a great story. So the benefit is building a, a, a connection with people, with your audience. And then the second benefit would be that it creates a dialogue, right? That people say, oh my gosh, you know, um, I'm so inspired or I feel so motivated. They want to send you an email. Thank you for sharing your story. It really touched me, blah, blah, blah. And then that dialogue will translate into an opportunity. And that opportunity will translate into a sale. Because the thing about it is that people remember 10% of kind of what they hear, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They hear a great story, they don't forget the story and they will always connect the story to the brand or to the person. That's so true because I think about our time producing stories. When you may get a story that you can't use right now, maybe you're not producing a show around that topic, but you file it away. All producers have a file They may not be able to use your story right now, but we remember, it's like, you remember that story of that lady who started a food truck and fed everybody in her neighborhood? Let's call her. I mean, literally, that's how it happens because we never forget. And Mm -hmm. I would would say the other thing that's really important that will help people kind of figure out their story 
is to really get to the just the crux of why you started your business. What problem are you solving? Every product has to solve a problem. Every business has to solve a problem of the consumer. So if you think about the problem I'm trying to solve, the uniqueness becomes how you're trying to solve it. What are you doing in the community? What are you doing for your customers that is different from the other person down the street that has a similar business, you know? And I think that's what's so great about having a brand, having a business. We could have the same brand, but I'm not going to do it like you do it. And you're not going to do it like I do it. So there's no, you know, competition in the way in which you put your brand out there in the market if it's specific to your story. Yes. And and that's the thing about, you know, sharing your story is that people are going to really connect to that. And they will most likely want to buy into whatever it is that you're offering. If it's a product, if it's yourself, if you're the brand yourself, people will buy into that if you are authentically sharing what your story is in a way that's compelling, you know, and in a, in a way that captivates your audience. Perfect. Okay. So folks, that is our first tip, how to generate <laughs> an idea to craft, to share with the producer. Okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about, cause we're giving you seven things and that's going to be the premise of our masterclass as well. We're going to teach you all seven pillars of what we're talking about today. So now You've gotten your email together. Um, you know what your story is. Now, how do you actually find a, a producer or a journalist? And let me say that with a, with a caveat, <laughs> because you may find us, <laughs> but that still doesn't mean that the information you submit is going to be on point. That's what we will ultimately be able to help you with. But first of all, how, how, how do people find us that have no idea? Well, how do I find a producer on a TV show? The first thing I always tell people when they say to me like, oh, I would love to get on XYZ show. I wish I knew how to do that. And I'm like, it's so easy. You watch the show every day, don't you? And they're always like, yeah. I'm like, look at the credits. Right, <laughs> right. You know, look at the credits. See who the people are. See you know, what their positions are. Reach out to them on LinkedIn. We have so much access to data and information these days that it's so easy to kind of connect with someone else. Yeah, I think that's really important. I mean, today, you know, you can go on Instagram and just slide into the DM, so to speak, and just (laughs) do a mini pitch. I mean, that is not a bad thing to do for a producer because, it helps you to really, um, they can go right to your page right away to see more of you. So if you have an, an IG page and you have lots of shots of your product, we can see you talking, we can see your energy level, um, you're, you're in there faster than you normally would be right. if you try to find us through you know email or whatever. You get, to, well, the good thing is, you get to see us and we get to see you. So, <laughs> so you want to make sure you're on point on your social media page. And we'll talk about that too. But, yes. you know, we have to think in this moment that you never know who is looking at your page, who is watching your development and your growth. So yes. everything that you put out there, you really have to think about how it's coming across. So... We talked about how to generate an idea, how to find a producer so that you can pitch. Okay, this is the one I know you're going to love. I'm nervous. <laughs> how, to, how to write a pitch letter. But most importantly, what's a bad pitch letter? And also a pitch video because you can do both, but there are some criteria. So talk about what you've seen that people can look at their information right now and be like, ooh. I do that. First of all, you do not want to send a producer a pitch letter that is way long. Like that is mistake number one. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how much work I have? (laughs) 
have a million things to do. And I cannot read an extensively long uh, email. It's just, it's ridiculous. And then sometimes they will send an email with 20 links. What is that? That wrong, take links out of your Wait, I'm not clicking on a link to get a virus in my computer. (laughs) No, don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't, Don't do that anymore. How you want to make a pitch letter, it wants to be, you want to be very clean with it. You want to have a subject line that is like a a headline that I can't get past, right? Then you want to just give me three or four little beats about who you are or what the story is or what the brand is or the product is. And then I can't believe people miss this all the time. They don't send a picture. There's no picture. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Literally. <laughs> like, literally, where is your picture? There's no picture. And then, you know, a lot of people don't know how to make a video. So I get that they don't um, send a video. But then there's the people who send the video. And then the video, it's dark. You can't really see them. You can't hear them. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Or they also don't know what to say on the video. A lot of times I will open a video when I get it because I get it. I'll speed through everything else to go to that video to just see, oh, let me see what this person is talking about and open the video. And, you know, hi, hey, I'd like to be on the show. I sent you this. I wanted to give you this information. <laughs> what? What is happening here? Like, no, I'm never gonna put you on TV. Right. <laughs> Which is so key. Like, you must be a good talker. That that's number one. A good talker. That is rule number one. Are you a good talker? And when we say a good talker, we're not particularly speaking about, you know, are you speaking proper English and grammar and all of that? Like, okay, you know, everybody doesn't have the same education level. That's fine. But you have to have some energy in your voice. Okay. There has to be some type of energy. When the camera comes on, I want to be wild by you. Hi, my name's Shereen. (laughs) producer and I'm gonna come on your show to tell you about my whole new brand products you know what I mean like yes who's this girl I love her little energy that's what I want to feel when I open a video and a lot of times people send a video and it's just not that and it's like I get it you know they don't know how to do it but that you're not ready like you need to learn how to do that before you can get to that next level and Sometimes people need help with that. But hey, that's what we're here for. We're that is what we're here for. <laughs> and it's so true because a lot of times we don't understand why we're not getting what we want. You know, we've sent out a million letters. Um, we, we've emailed people. We've made videos and no one is responding. And sometimes it is a growth process. There are certain things that you have to know and you have to learn And it takes time. You may have a small brand, but you cannot underestimate the fact that you're also competing with people who have million dollar, billion dollar brands that are also trying to get a TV segment. So it's really important that you are focused on your uniqueness as opposed to being at the level that another company is, because that's not really the point. We have so many companies um, that have been around and make millions of dollars, but their spokesperson or their branding or whatever isn't something that you want to put on TV, right? So it's important not to get sidetracked by that, but to get the information that you need so you can truly compete. And I would say that the the key thing to put in the email to kind of get you in the door is a photo, a very short email that's very concise about who you are and what you want to do or what you want to show, and a very short video. When I say short, I mean 30 seconds, 
a minute should be the longest your video is. You should be able to tell us who you are and what you want to do in under one minute, which is more than an elevator pitch. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is more than, you have plenty of time to tell us who you are and what you want to do in a one minute video. And if your product has, um, if you're, if you're selling a product that you created, that you, that you invented, that you um, started, how does it work? Show us on the video, do a demo. Let me walk you through these steps. That's what you need to put in an email. (laughs) And, and, And you know what? A perfect example of that is if you watch Shark Tank, right? Like if you have a product to demo, that's a perfect show to kind of look at so you can see how people are showing up. I mean, they have all the bells and whistles as much as they can, but it doesn't matter in terms of your price point or where you are, but that you are able to demonstrate your product and that it works, right? That people can see the benefit of it and that you, and you do whatever you have to do to kind of get that across. So if you have other family members, you have to try, if you have a a beauty mask and you have a sister, sit her here, put that mask on her, show her skin before, put the mask on, show her hydrated skin afterwards. Like really think about how you can demonstrate your product. Correct. All right. I love it. Okay. So we're generating ideas. We're finding a producer. We're writing that pitch letter. We're creating the video. Now you got everything together and you get the producer on the phone. Oh (laughs) my God. That listen, this is it. You got one chance. You can't call me back and say, Oh, you know what? I forgot to say, um, you know, last time I did this, I, none of that. So once they get you on the phone, how, how much time do they have? <laughs> what do they have to say? Literally, they have seconds. <laughs> uh, In the first 10 to 15 seconds of the conversation, I already know, like, is this a go or not a go? <laughs> Right. So you have seconds to kind of say what it is that you, especially if they've, if you sent the email and they say, you know what, why don't you give me a call to discuss this? The first thing you should do is you should say, I'm so glad you asked me to reach out to you. What is it about my story that you, that you found fascinating? Let them tell you what they like about your story. Don't tell them a bunch of additional, oh, I'm so glad you called me. Let me tell you, my auntie told me, my mama told me, and everybody was telling me, da, 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 da. And then you go on and on and on. And the producer's like, what? Uh, I know. Mm-mm. Flip it back on the producer, okay? Trust me about this. So there was something about your story that sparked an idea in that producer's head that they said, I want to talk to this person on the phone just to see if I can flush it out a little bit more or see, you know, what else we can do. So I'm so glad you reached out to me. What was it about my story that really uh, got you interested? Let me start there. Then they'll tell you the information that they liked. Then you take the information that they liked and expand on that because that's what they're interested in. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there are some other things that are really important about when you actually make contact with a producer. So you may, <laughs> these things make me laugh because they're just, <laughs> they're so like funny sometimes. So if you have sent a million <laughs> emails and you're salty because that person hasn't gotten back to you. Don't show it. Don't be like, I sent you like 10 emails and you didn't respond. Like leave all of that behind. Assume this is the first time because we have content calendars. We have editorial calendars. There are certain times of years, uh, certain times of the year when your story may or may not be relevant to our calendar. So talk about our timelines, how we're doing specific type of stories. Some stories are what we call evergreen, that we can do all year long. 
but we're not necessarily barbecuing in the winter unless it's a story about how people are barbecuing in the winter right now. You know, it has to be <laughs> like, very specific. <laughs> Um, I would say, you know, and yes, you're right. We have a, a calendar year of scheduling that we look at different programs that we want to put out certain times of the year. And then we have a period of time within our season that we call sweets. And we're looking for the best of the best, the most interesting, the most, um, you know, heartfelt the, the most exciting story, something new, something you haven't seen before. Those are the stories that we look for during um, our sweeps period, which is um, we have February sweeps, we have May sweeps, and then our holiday shows are always, um, you know, shows that we want to rate really, really well because lots of people are home watching what to do, what to get for the holidays. So that's a, a big um, period as well. And of course, the beginning of every season, every fall, every network, every show mm-hmm. to start with a bang. Okay. We want to have the best and most interesting stories um, being told at the top of every season. And so what I would say for people who are reaching out to producers, start reaching out to producers in July and August. Don't reach out to, oh, their show airs September 9th for the first time. That's when they're back. So you send your story on September 8th. Doesn't work like that. (laughs) That's not going to work. Okay. We are already, we are pre-planning. We're um, scheduling. We're putting ideas together all the way in in January. I mean, I'm sorry, in July, um, we start you know, thinking about how do we want our fall season? What do we want our fall season lineup to look like? What stories we want to bring there? What brands we want to include in the show? And so that's when we start thinking about that, July and August. So you want to already be in the mix. I also tell people like, send me your stuff in July and August because I'm looking at everything and I'm thinking about the full year, the full season. right. And so, you know, some people make the mistake, like I was saying a moment ago, some people make the mistake of sending their information to us right before the particular season um, that we're looking for a story to start. To start, For example, like if, I, if your brand or your product or your story is pegged to Thanksgiving or Christmas or some holiday, don't wait till that holiday is right on around the corner before you send that idea. We are thinking about those ideas for those all the way back in August, September. We're thinking about, oh, for the holiday, we want to do this. We want to start planning this out. We plan way ahead. So I think that's a lot of that's a mistake that a lot of people make is that they wait right for the season to begin. Oh, it's the Christmas season. Let me send them all my Christmas ideas. This is a great way to give away product for this, you know, Christmas holiday. Well, we planned that show in October. Right. (laughs) Right. No. So you missed the opportunity. Now you have to wait till next Christmas. But later. (laughs) Here's something that's really great and smart on our part, I must say is that our masterclass is at the end of July, which means that we can help you get ready for pitching to producers in August because that is when they're looking for stories for the fall season. So if you really feel like you are ready to do this class and get your brand out there and get more exposure, You want to sign up now for this class because you're right in the pocket of the time when you need to have all your materials ready to submit to a producer. I cannot stress that enough because um, we're also going to be working on other projects. So we're trying to position this in a way where you'll be able to be right there when it's time for producers, not just us, but 
other producers, other shows. I mean, there's so yes. much out here, yes. but it's going to be the same. If you're not ready, if you don't have materials, if your pitch letter's not right, if your video's not right, it, it's, it's going to be wasted energy. So you want to make sure that you have your ducks in a row. Okay. Yeah. And producers, we talk to each other. You know, we yes. are reaching out to one another. We'll send each other, oh, I found this, this you know, guest. I think that they will be great for your show. I found the story, this brand, you know, whatever it is. And we will talk within the circles of, um, you know, the television world. So you can land anywhere. <laughs> yes. And this is the other thing, too. I wanted to to um to put out there um and that's our pitch contest because I know a lot of people want to be able to practice before they actually you know talk to a producer so you've gotten all your materials together and you're ready and then now you need to really practice and and actually it helps to see other people as well that's why a pitch contest is so important so we're going to be putting a pitch contest together and because we have so many friends in the in, in, in the industry, our goal is to take that person who wins the pitch contest and help them find a show that would be perfect for their brand so that they can get that exposure that they're looking for. I mean, like, what? That's a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yes, yes. So I'm excited about that because... It allows us to not just share the information and, and teach other people how to put themselves into position, but it also allows us to now pick the person who is most committed, whose ducks are most in a row, who, who's just content is bomb, and then put them in a position to actually get on a show and see what happens. So that brings us to our next point, number six which is how to prepare once you get that opportunity. So in our masterclass, we're going to go deep into this, making sure that you're ready. But this is an important thing because you can have everything together, but when it's time for your appearance, what is the thing that people need to really think about as they prepare to actually go on camera? The number one thing for me is, especially with a brand like... Be about what you're selling. You know, yeah. if you are, let's just say, if you're selling a weight loss product, um, I hope you're in shape. <laughs> okay. Wait, if you're selling hair care, I hope you have hair. <laughs> I hope you have hair. I mean, you know, like, don't come, don't say you're a natural hair care wonder and then you show up and you got weave all the way down to the floor. That's just, you're not being about it. And, right. and, and, and the thing is, viewers, they pay attention to that kind of stuff. Like, why should I listen to you? Or why should I be interested in your story? And you're not basically, I can't see what you're selling. I can't support what you're giving, you know, what you're throwing out. I can't get it because I don't see it, you know? So that's number one. Like you want to represent yourself in, in the, in the way that you're, whatever it is that you're selling, whatever it is that you're marketing. Um, and if, and if you're just telling a story about yourself, if you're the brand, you want to present yourself in a way that is appealing to the overall body of people that you're speaking to. You know, you want to look sharp. You want your, your hair to look right. You want your presentation to be well. You want to be well-spoken. You want to be energetic. You want to people to be attracted to what you're saying. You want to bring them into, um, you know, your story by just generating, uh, kind of giving off that energy of um, positivity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like sometimes people come and they're just like not into it. And it's like, why did you bother to come here? I don't understand, you know? Yeah. It, you know, it's so interesting because people, when they know that they're going to be on TV, it's almost like something takes over, like a little monster like takes over. Yes. 
<laughs> and they decide, oh, I'm on TV. I'm, I'm just going to be cool. It's like, I'm no, cool. we, yeah, didn't, yeah, we no. didn't book you to be no. cool. We booked no. you because you had a lot of energy and enthusiasm. Right. And so this is the other thing I'm going to add. And I know you've got stories. But do <laughs> what the producer tells you to do, right? If they say, wear this, wear this. <laughs> if, they say, if they say your hair is perfect like that, don't cut your hair. If they, if they just say, okay, I want you and then your, your sister's coming and your brother. Don't decide that you want your cousin to come. Instead, we didn't ask for your cousin. Listen, <laughs> listen to do exactly what we tell you to do. Yes, because ultimately the producer is trying to help you win. They're trying to help you win in the segment. You know, they want you to do well. They want you to look right. They want you to sound right. They want people to be attracted to your story because ultimately their name is attached to that. Right. So they are going to do the best possible job they can to make sure that everything is perfect. So they do know what they're talking about. In your mind, you think, oh my gosh, they're trying to make a fool of me. No, <laughs> we're actually- No, no we're not. Win. We're trying to help you win. So yes, that's the best advice you could ever give anybody who wants to be on TV. <laughs> Listen to the producer. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> okay. So the other thing that I think is really important, and, and sometimes I think you can teach this, but then maybe you can't. But I think <laughs> one of the most important things that you want to try to do is to be likable. Oh likable. Be likable. Yes. You know, that is so important to be likable. Nobody wants to listen to somebody who looks like they have an attitude or like they know everything or like they could care less about being there. That's not a likable person. Or someone who, um, this has happened a few times on on shows in in the past where guests have been on the show and the host is uh, sharing their story and asking them questions and they, and they say stuff like, yeah, I said that, I told you that already. What? <laughs> What's that? I'm going to need you to tell me again. <laughs> what? You know, it's, it's mortifying when you, when you, a producer hears a guest say that, cause it's just like, you're here to tell your story. Yeah. You know, like, You have to share your story and not get annoyed that someone is asking you the question. If you don't like answering questions, definitely you don't want to be on television. Right. (laughs) Right. If you don't like talking and if you don't like talking, (laughs) you should not be trying to be on television. Okay. (laughs) This is not for you. It's not. This is just not for you. (laughs) Yes. You want to come across as a person with a personality that is interesting and wants to have a conversation with people. And and like Evelyn was saying, you know, you want to be likable. You want people to look, look at her and be like, oh my gosh, I love that girl. She was so fun. She was so cute. She was so energetic. She was so nice. Or he was so interesting, you know, or he was funny or he added, you know, some great, you know, motivation or he was inspiring. Whatever the message is, you want to be the person that gives that off. And so the worst thing you could do is not be likable, you know, and a lot of people, I don't think they even know they're not likable. Right, right. All in your face. Well, we'll Just, we're going to help them understand what that <laughs> means to be likable. And we're also going to talk more in the class about when a producer briefs you before you go on to a show, mm-hmm. when they give you, you know, the talking points and all of that. Because at the end of the day, you're exactly right. You want the people to like you. And if you have a business, most importantly, you want your product to be presented in a certain light where people like you and they want to try your product because if, it, if, if they don't like you, it's like, 
that her product looked like it might work, but you know what? I, I didn't really like her attitude and people are not going to give you their money because at the end of the no. day, that's what you're asking. Like me, like my product and buy it. And if you're not presenting yourself or your product in a way where people are like it and want to buy it, like literally that media opportunity, you really, it should have just gone to somebody else because you yeah. didn't show up in a way where you were ready to make a sale, you know? Yes. Yes. And the whole point of being on television is to entertain. People want to look at you and be entertained. That's why they're sitting at home watching television in the first place. They want to be entertained. So be willing to be open about entertaining people. How can I make more interesting? How can I come across as more fun and more delightful and, you know, whatever and vibrant? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, um, that's, that's why people are tuning in. They want to be entertained. So, um, and you know, that, that doesn't come easy to everyone, but it's something you can learn and we can teach to you. Well, Absolutely. And I think the one thing that we will really communicate and help you get to the root of, you may not inherently be an entertainer, but if you're, it's your passion about what you're doing that people connect with. It's the emotion. So if, if you're passionate about it, I'm, I may not want you to juggle, you know what I mean? But I do want to connect with why you are passionate about this product this situation, you know, whatever it is, this mission, this cause, and people will feel your passion and they will want to help. They will want to buy. So, which brings us to our last point, which makes it all worthwhile because if you don't have this together, then again, you have gone on TV, you have gone through all the motions, you've learned everything, but you were not ready to receive the blessings that the exposure was going to give you because your website wasn't working. Your, oh your links weren't working. Um, your payment portal wasn't working. And most importantly, you did not have the inventory necessary to make the sale. So your website shut down. So talk about people that have come to you to be on a show or to be a part of a segment, everyone loved it, but they weren't ready. Yes. I've seen this happen way too many times and I feel terrible for people when this happens to them. They spend all this time preparing for the show, preparing to be ready, you know, doing whatever it is that they need to do to get that exposure. They have that exposure but then they lose all the profits from the sales because they didn't have enough inventory or they weren't ready to handle the masses. And that is just, man, I mean, that's such a missed opportunity that you can never get back. You know, you have to stay ready. (laughs) Yeah. So you don't have to get ready. So you don't have to get ready. You have to stay ready. And you should be thinking about what you will need to do that before you, before that opportunity um, really manifests itself. You should already be plant, like have all your, all your key things lined up. You know, your website, your, your payment portal, all of that stuff should be set up prior to you gaining television exposure, you know, um, because you can't get it back. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you, you cannot, you cannot get it back. You cannot, you know, you have all these eyeballs on you for a certain amount of time, your segment airs and everyone is interested and they'll head over to your website and your website crashes or they're trying to make a payment and buy something and it's all sold out. There's nothing left. Those people most likely won't come back. And 
And there goes that opportunity. So that's really important is to be ready for um, the viewership, what what you're going to receive from being on television. You know, you want to be ready. I know Oprah Winfrey tells her people all the time, okay, if I put you on my favorite list thing, inventory do you have? Because... The Oprah effect is real. It's real. It's absolutely real. It's and it doesn't real. have to be, you know, it, it it's interesting because it's not just a TV segment, but that happens on the internet. You never know when something that you say or do is going to go viral. And when that happens, everybody is going to hit your website. So you really have to make that a part of your marketing plan. And this is what we will talk about in the masterclass because it can't be a one-off. Getting media exposure has to be a part of your business strategy so that you know exactly what to expect in the event that um, you get a particular placement. And you never know when it's gonna pop. It may pop in the fall. In the summer, you don't really know when someone is going to say yes. So the best way is to actually look at your overall business strategy and think about what type of media you're going after and how you want to go after it. And then how do you prepare yourself to be ready to receive the attention that you're going to get? And that, and that is just something that is so, so important and, and we just, we want to prepare you not just with the materials, but it's also emotionally, you have to be prepared for success. Yes. So the thing about this masterclass, I think it's, it's not just for the people who want media exposure. You know, if you have a presentation at work and you want to do the best possible job and you want to hone in on what that story is that you want to tell and you want to present everything in the same way, these skill sets that you'll learn in the masterclass are the same skill sets that you can use for that work presentation. If you are a motivational speaker or a speaker and you have a speaking engagement and maybe this is your first time out doing it or you want to um, perfect your skills a little bit more, we can do that for you as well because we know what presentation is. We know how to keep your audience interested in telling that great story in your speech and making sure you deliver it in a way that is appealing to everybody. You know, if you, you know, <laughs> you have to give a eulogy. Say, <laughs> we are in the era of COVID, you know. <laughs> we may not help you with that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, you got to have a little humor sometimes. <laughs> Um, but you know, a wedding, this, maybe it's a wedding and not a funeral. <laughs> if you have to give a great toast and you're the best man or you're the, you know, the, the maid of honor and you have a toast coming up and you want to tell the best story and give the best toast possible that leaves everyone wanting more, you know, that this masterclass will help you hone in and craft the perfect way to tell stories and how to deliver them in a way that people will not be able to turn away. That's the point is that you can learn that skill. It's a skill. It's not something easy. You know, you have to learn how to do this and that's what we're experts in and we can help you craft the perfect story, be it for your brand, your personal life or whatever it is um, or for your professional life in some way. So I think this class will be, you know, something that will help benefit you in the long and your overall life, basically. Absolutely. And I think the other thing uh, that we didn't add is um, publicists because we deal with publicists all the time. And a lot of people, you know, if you are a new publicist and you want to learn some of these um, tips that we're offering, that's a, this is a great starting place for that as well. Yes. 
Because publicists and producers work hand in hand. You have to know how to build a relationship with a with a producer so you can get your clients that exposure that the exposure that they need. And some publicists are not great at that. And sometimes their clients lose out because their publicists don't know what how to do. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That's not how you do, boo. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how you do it. Oh my God. <laughs> So this has been amazing. So we have covered the seven steps, the seven things you're going to need to know if you want to pitch your brand, your business, yourself as an influencer or an expert to a TV producer. If you want to be on TV, a digital platform, these are the things that you need to know. So what I'm going to do now, Shireen, is ask you my last two favorite and personal questions. I want to talk about how you are able to be productive. How are you able to do this work over and over again in terms of helping people get their stories out there? It could take a toll on your mind, body, and spirit. So we all have 24 hours in a day, but what are three special things that you would say that you do that allow you to continue on this track of success that you are living on because you are black excellence, my sister. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, you know, it, for me, the most important things for me, first of all, space, you know, my faith is, is, is number one in my life. And I, whatever I'm doing, I always try to come from a place of love And so in order for me to stay in that mindset, it's always important for me to, um, to pray and have that, that meditation, um, time to myself where I can commune, you know, with my God, who's Jesus Christ, (laughs) you know, and just, um, spend time spiritually resetting my spirit. You know what I mean? Like kind of resetting and renewing my spirit, Um, every single day. And then the other thing that is so important for me because I am super busy and because um, I have a lot, you know, going on and I'm doing so many things, um, I have to have a list, you know, a list, a checklist is like important for me. So every day, you know, um, I make a list out and I put everything on there that I want to do. And I will write down the time that I'm going to dedicate to a particular task. And that for me helps me keep on track. Like if I say, you know, I'm going to work on this portion of my business from, you know, nine to 11. This is the time of day where I work on this portion of my business. Then that's what I do. And writing it down helps me kind of be accountable to myself. Like I wrote it down, now I'm accountable to myself. And then it creates a routine where you are every day falling in a habit of working on your goals, focusing on your goals. And I think that is really important for me to do that. Um, That has worked for me to just keep a list and and stick to it and create that routine. Because then you create that routine, then it becomes a habit. Next thing you know, you're accomplishing your goals. And when you start seeing them happen, there is nothing more. No greater feeling. There is no greater feeling to be like, I I did that. (laughs) (laughs) I did that. Like, it's so exciting to see my goals kind of manifesting and because I'm putting the work in. And so you have to to be able to to do that. And then the, the third thing would be to know when it's time to just take a break. Yeah. Don't, I think a lot of um, people in this business, they just, they, um, they feel guilty you know, not working. It's almost like it's a crime or something. You know, it's like- (laughs) You're in trouble. I'm in trouble. Like I went to the spa, I got a massage. I should have been writing a script. Right, (laughs) right. 
you have to take time to take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, then you're no good to anybody else. Like nobody is going to be able to receive from you because you haven't given to yourself. Right. So give yourself and don't feel so guilty about it. That's really hard, especially for women. You know, we are natural caregivers and we want to take care of everything and we want to give to everybody. And sometimes we don't give to ourselves. So be kinder to yourself and take and take that time to say, you know what, this is a me time for real. Like, I don't want to hear anybody else's problems. I don't want to work on anybody else's project. I want to focus this time on taking care of myself, pampering myself and kind of making myself feel feel better. Because when you feel better about yourself, you actually do better work. Absolutely. 100%. And so our last question, this podcast is called Built by a Boss. And we only talk to boss ladies on Built by a Boss. But everybody doesn't have the same definition of a boss. And so what is your definition, Shireen Kinkar, of a boss? My definition of a boss is a great collaborator, like someone who can really work with a team of people and be able to collaborate with them without being intimidated. You know, it's like being able to kind of uplift the team without feeling like you have to be at that pivotal, you know, you have to be at the top of it all. Um, That's my definition of a boss. I always feel like a great leader helps to build other great leaders. Right. You know, pushing your team to expand, to grow. How, as a boss, how are you building your team out to make them stronger and better and just kind of creating like some unbreakable bosses? Yes. <laughs> you know, like that's that's a boss to me and not being afraid to wear all the hats in the business. You know, if I had to sweep the floor, if I had to, you know, write the proposal, if I had to uh, wash the window down, whatever it was, go get the coffee. Like being a boss means you're able to do it all. You know, I know some people are like, no, I'm the boss. So I don't have to do all of that. But I, I for me, I always feel like when you um, when you make everyone feel valuable, when you make everyone feel like they can be a great leader, too, you're a better boss and you lead by example. I love it. That is so perfect. And it's the perfect way to just wrap up everything that we talked about because we want to teach everyone how to be a boss of their own narrative. And I think that's what it really boils down to. What we want to talk about in our masterclass is how to take your own narrative and how to own it so that you put it out in the way that you want it to be out that raises up the level of how you are seen in the world so that you can be a vehicle for someone else's blessing with your business. So I'm really excited that we're doing this class. I would say after this podcast, the initial airing of this podcast is going to be on Wednesday, June 2nd. And at 7.30 this evening, that evening, if you're listening to it in the future, um, but we are going to be on Clubhouse at 7.30 p.m., And so we would love for you to come and chat with us because we want to help you understand how you need to prepare yourself to actually take the masterclass. Because what we want to make sure we do is actually deliver on the promise of what we are are teaching you. So you have to come ready too. You, You have to come with your materials at the level that you can get it. And then we'll help you get to the finish line. But you can't come with nothing ready. We're not starting completely from scratch. You have to put some energy into building your own success and brand. Absolutely. 
All right. So you want to make sure that you visit us on Clubhouse. It won't be the only time we're there, but we're definitely going to be there um, the, the evening of the podcast to just talk a little bit more and meet all of you and, you know, and let you know how you can sign up. Um, we also want you to join the private Built by a Boss Facebook group. Um, we also have a website that you can go to, builtbyaboss.com, and that's where you can learn more about the masterclass. You can sign up there. Um, we're doing, we're, we're opening it up now to only 100 people, right? Because we, we can't, you know, we don't want to extend ourselves too much, and we want to make sure that we can really help you um, and then prepare yeah. you down the road if you want to sign up for the pitch contest. So Shireen, I mean, this is just so exciting. I feel like it's such a full circle moment. And to be able yes. to see everything you learned, you know, and do this together and, and help people, I, I just feel like it's just amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. I mean, we have you and I have experienced a lot of things together in this industry and working together in different just businesses overall throughout the years. And so we, we're going to give it to the people, girl. We're going to give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so get ready. Stay ready. So you don't get have to ready. get ready. Get your materials together on any level that they are and come to Clubhouse. Join our private uh, Facebook group, go on the website, sign up because it's a limited number of people and we can't yes. wait to see you. And Shireen, yes. I'm so happy to, to do this with you. God bless you, my sister. I love you so much. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being with me here today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be part of the Black Girl Magic. <laughs> um, this has been amazing. And um, this is our what first podcast together. Oh, my gosh. We're doing it, girl. We're doing it. I know. We just did it. <laughs> we just did, we it. did that. <laughs> and there's so much more to come. So thank you so much. And I'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bless Bye. you. You've been listening to Built by a Boss. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you like this episode, please take a moment to leave a review and a comment. It really, really, really helps other people find us who might like the podcast. Now, if you're interested in our masterclass on Sunday, July 18th, 2021, visit builtbyaboss.com. And for more content about wellness, mental health, entrepreneurship, and spirituality, be sure to visit InMySolitudeLA.com and also check out the schedule there for late June and July. I'll be participating in this year's Virtual Essence Wellness House, which is part of the overall programming for the Essence Festival. Leading up to the event, I'm offering free downloads and giveaways, so please sign up for our newsletter and you can also receive 15% off your first purchase. As always, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, be kind, be brave, be better, be a boss.